are you fat? Can you not reach down and touch your toes? Do you have a hard time tying your shoes, putting on your socks, playing with your kids? Look, we're going to talk about a lot of this and more today on tonight's podcast. Why are barbers so fat? That's an excellent question that I'd love to answer in today's podcast. We're going to talk about a whole lot of this and more on today's podcast. So welcome back, guys. Welcome back to another Beyond the Chair podcast. Shout out to everyone who's listening. I see my man YouTube Barbara Academy, Eddie's in the building, Jamal Burka, Alice Jackson, and everyone else is in the building. I should stop fidgeting with stuff. Uh, and shout out to everyone in Europe, all my UK listeners. Shout out to you. Shout out to everyone Sweden, Albania, Norway, all of those countries. Shout out to everyone. I want to give that right off the bat because, you know, Europe is out here representing heavy on the podcasting platforms. I don't know if you guys actually listen on YouTube, the Europeans, but, you know, if you do. Shout out to you. But why are barbers so fat? Now, look, this is going to offend some people. I'm well aware of this. And you know what? I don't give a damn. <laughs> you know, because, hey, that's what this podcast is about. It's not about what you want to hear. It's about what you need. Okay? I don't care how you feel. I'm just going to give you what you need. And I hope you can be honest with yourself and correct some things. So I remember this whole thing. It started with me back in barber college and i can't remember where i saw this post i'm pretty sure it was on instagram but someone shared the the idea that you start your barbering career you're you know lean or look somewhat in shape felt and five ten years into your barber career you got a pot belly you know your face is all bigger you know you got you're wearing totally different size clothes and I didn't really think anything of it. I'm just going to be honest. When I saw it, I was like, ah, you know, chuckle, ha ha. That's kind of funny. But the reality is there's some truth to that. There's a little bit of truth to that post because the more I started looking around at barbers and stuff like this, I'm like, they are a little bit chubby. And this is what I don't want for you. Now, if you guys remember the video series I did in January where I was talking about advice for teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, in those videos, there was a common theme in each segment of those videos. I'm not sure if you have watched those videos. I highly recommend that you do for your age bracket. And depending on your age bracket, I suggest that you watch the video for the age bracket before. So like if you're in your 30s, watch the ones for your 20s because there's some things that applies to the 30s that I left out in the 30s video, but it, it's in the 20s video. Very important stuff. But one thing I said in that video series, it was a common theme. The theme was take care of your body. Take care of your body because I painted the scenario in the videos of imagine you accomplish all your goals. You accomplish all of your dreams. You're able to retire. You're, you're financially free or you could just do whatever the hell you want, whenever the hell you want, however the hell you want. Imagine that is the case. But then imagine you do not have your health. For whatever circumstance, right? Cancer, whatever, like heart attack, stroke, ignore this stuff. But if we talk about things that are within your control, which even, you know, depends on certain circumstances of a heart attack, you know, something, some of those things could be within your control. But let's talk about the things that are within your control with your health, things that you can start doing now. And I've been younger, guys. I've been younger. And I know how it is to just go out and eat crazy and just do crazy stuff. You can just get away with it when you're younger. You know, your metabolism is a lot higher. You're more, a lot more active when you're younger. Most people, 
And you don't really think about the consequences later on in life when you do things like this as a 40-year-old male, okay? I'm here to tell you, you might want to start making some lifestyle changes. And I'm not a big fan of dieting. I'm not a big fan of, you know, doing these little boot camps and whatever. I'm more of a lifestyle type of guy. You have to change your lifestyle to, man, sorry, my nose is, ooh, like I just snorted some Coke or something. Man, y'all gonna think I'm addicted. But you gotta make lifestyle changes. This is important, you know, because if you hop on a wave, the wave only lasts for so long, then you're back to doing what you did before that got you in trouble. This is why you gotta make a lifestyle change. Doesn't matter, right? Let's say you're used to working five, working out five days a week. If you can only do three or two, cool, but make some of those other days some active days. Whereas, hey, if you can't get in there, that's fine, but at least you got some active recovery, or at least you did something that week versus nothing. Okay. Now, geez, in that video or the video series I was talking about, imagine it. You have everything you want, but again, like I said, you don't have your health. Let's say you ate yourself into diabetes. Maybe you had to lose a limb. This is your fault, right? Let's say you lost a leg, but now you're financially free or you retired, you got everything you want. Is it going to be that much more enjoyable now that you don't have a leg or maybe you are on prescription meds because of some bad lifestyle choices that you made previous in your life, like maybe five, 10 years ago? A lot of this stuff could be prevented. And this is what I don't want for you guys. And me being older, I'm, like I say, I'm 40 now, uh, especially planning for retirement and looking at other stuff that I've been doing over the past like year it really made me realize my mortality. Like, man, I'm 40 now. I'm middle age. Or if you look at I'm really past middle age. If you want to be technical, if you look at the life, uh, the lifespan of a male here in America, I'm past middle age. So usually, you know, women outlive men. So I'm past middle age. Retirement for me is right around the corner. I'm 10 years away from retirement. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, I don't want to be like some of these other people that I see walking around here going into retirement. I want to be looking fresh in retirement. I want to be looking young in retirement. I want to be fit in retirement. I want to still be able to move and do the things that I want to do in retirement like I'm able to do now. I don't want to sacrifice. I don't want to wane anywhere. Okay. Now, here's a funny thing. And shout out to everyone. (laughs) Shout out to everyone that's watching. Okay. I'm going to get to some of you guys' questions a little bit later. Just hold off on, on them. And if you, if you really want me to answer your question, drop a super chat. And I have no choice because, you know, it is what it is. But let me get through my stuff and whatever. So I remember in barber college, this is actually the second barber college I went to for the instructor program. The barbershop, or not barbershop, the barber school owner, she was telling me a story about how this guy she knew, went bo- they went bowling and he he tore his bicep and I'm like, what? I'm like, how do you tear your bicep bowling? You know, I can't fathom this. And let's just, let me rewind and give you a little bit of a backstory on me. I've been working out for more than half of my life. I've been working out. I've been doing something athletic. So I'm used to working out. It's normal to me. No big deal. The problem with me is being consistent, making it a lifestyle choice. Now, more background on me. I used to fight MMA professionally. I was also in the military. And I also uh, 
well, I wouldn't say I still do triathlons, but I used to do triathlons. I could still do them. I just need to be training. Um, but I used to do this stuff, which means I'm very active. And some of the bad things that with triathlon and fighting MMA kind of held on to me in my personal life because the bad part of doing those things is depending upon the type of person and athlete you are, there's that dead time where you're in between and you kind of balloon out of weight, right? Fighting, you're cutting weight. So if I have a fight, I'm usually cutting anywhere between 20 to 25 pounds. When the fight's over, of, of course, you know, you put the weight back on and then some. So that's where it gets dangerous. And my weight has ballooned up and down like over the, I kid you not, over the course of two years, I went from weighing 250 to 195 to 240 to 200 to 230 back to 200. I did this over the course of three years. Not healthy at all, guys. Not smart. Do not do that. Because here's the thing. Not everyone knows how to lose weight, right? Luckily, I do. And I'm, I'm not afraid of some hard work. I, I'm used to hard work. So no problem. But there do, it, it does come a cost. And it also, there's a time where it's like, hmm, things are going to become a little bit harder. So when is that point going to happen? For me, I don't know because I haven't hit that point yet. So maybe I'm just a little bit lucky. Maybe I'm a little bit freakish when it comes to things like this. But that's a little bit of backstory with me. Now, when you talk about the guy who tore his bicep bowling from what my barber school owner told me, and she told me like the type of work this guy does. And, you know, and I was like, that makes sense. This guy is a pencil neck. He's sitting behind a desk doing nothing. I was like, I'm not going to tear my bicep bowling. I'm a very active person. I'm always doing something. There's no damn way. It would have to be a freakish accident for me to tear my bicep bowling or me just doing something, right? Because I'm very active. My body's used to moving. And this is what I want to tell you guys, like you barbers. You guys think just because you're standing on your feet that, ooh, I'm standing on my feet all day. Ooh, I'm doing something. Let's be honest. You know, if you have a iPhone, Look at that steps app, or the, the health app, the little heart thing. Look in there and see how many steps you do uh, within a day. It's not a lot. I'm just going to be honest with you. Not a lot because as barbers, we're trained to stand in one position. We're not tr trained to be walking all over the place. Okay? So you're not moving a lot. And even if you were, it's not enough to negate the fact that you're not eating healthy, you're not exercising, or doing something regularly. Uh, and another problem with barbers is, we all eat bad, all of us at some point, but the majority of barbers eat poorly. Their diets are horrible. And ultimately, it's just a lack of discipline. And could be a lack of knowledge, a lack of preparation, all of it. Now, I remember this, a lot of these stories actually uh, bring me back to barber college. This tidbit is actually from a guy who actually should be getting on this podcast pretty soon. Uh, Raul the Barber, he's a barber here in the Dallas area. We went to barber college together. He's actually in two of my vlogs. So if you guys ever watch my vlogs, you can see my man Raul in my vlog. He's in two of them. So if you go back and watch him, you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. But I remember him when he was in barber college. He worked in a shop already, you know, already. And I would see, you know, of course, in barber college, you see a lot of the worst of everything in barber college. People always going out to eat, bringing back bad food and blah, blah, blah. You know, just horrible. 
And Raul, we were talking one day, and I remember talking to Raul, and I was like, hey, uh, I was like, man, you eat out all the time? Because me, I was a guy, I always brought food with me to Barber College. It was very rare that I went out and bought extra stuff at Barber, like a meal somewhere. And I was talking to Raul, I was like, man, you do this every day? He's like, yeah, man, like me and my wife, we're like so busy, you know, and like I'm just always, you know, blah, 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 like don't have time to cook. She doesn't have time to cook. And then I told him, I was like, and this was what? this point, what, five, four or five years, you know, five years ago, I told him, I was like, Raul, why don't you meal prep? Why don't you have, some, why don't you have someone meal prep for you where they'll make meals for you. They'll just deliver them to you or you go pick them up and you don't have to worry about spending excess of money on eating out and worrying about healthy options. Cause Raul's a little bit thicker. If you've never seen Raul go check out the blogs, and Raul, if you're listening, shout out to you. Call me. No, <laughs> but these are other options. You have to look at other alternatives like this. So you can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to Popeye's. Oh, I'm just going to get some fried chicken. Oh, I'm going to go get a burger and come back real quick. How many times do you see barbers do this? Time and time again, you see barbers do this. Unhealthy options are at your disposal easily. And again, it's a lack of knowledge. Like a lot of people don't think. And it's one of those things where it's a compounding effect when it comes to poor eating habits and getting fat, things like this. It doesn't happen overnight, guys. This is a compounding effect. This is one of those things where, ah, uh, you know, you fall off the rocker once and you're like, oh, that kind of that kind of tastes good. Let me, let me let me get some of this uh, next week. Then you get it next week and then you like, might get it twice in that week. And then it's just like, oh, you really fall off the wagon and then this becomes like almost your, your daily thing. And this is what happens with barbers. And then before you know it, you're like, damn, I'm like 20 or 30 pounds overweight. You could barely fit in your clothes. Now, here's one thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you that. This is just something that I do. When I notice that I'm gaining weight, here's how I'm able to negate some of the massive uh, weight gain. Now, when I got up to 250, that was, I mean, this was, wasn't even when I was a barber. This was actually when I was still training. I just like fell off. But one thing I do is I do not go out and buy new clothes. I refuse to buy new clothes. I still have clothes that I can still fit in from 10, 15 years ago because I refuse to buy new clothes. By you buying new clothes because you got fat is you giving up. You saying that, ah, oh, this is too much. I don't want to lose the extra weight. So I'm just going to buy new clothes and get even fatter because it's not like you're going to buy new clothes and then they're going to be fitting. You're probably going to get some new clothes with a little bit of room to grow, which means you're probably going to get fatter. Don't do this, guys. It's not that hard. I'm going to be honest. A lot of you are really obese. Barbers out there are really obese or fat. The one way you can do this is exercise regularly. Okay. Now, for those of you that are like morbidly obese or you know, obese, when you're at that point, anything helps. You could easily lose 20 to 30 pounds within a month. Easy. When you're that obese, it's very easy. The nitty gritty comes down when you get close to your goals and things get a little bit harder to shed that little two, five pounds. That's when it gets, that, you know, that's different stuff. That's when you got to really dial, dial in your diet. 
we got to really start dialing in other things, focus and discipline. But in the beginning, if you weigh a lot, it's not that difficult to shed the weight. So guys, like, please do not bullshit around. I'm here to help. Okay. I don't want to see you go out like everyone else. I don't want to see you like that picture that I saw when I was in barber college. I think it was my barber instructor who showed this picture to me. If I can remember correctly, I, I honestly can't remember correctly, but whoever showed me that picture, it was a barber, you know, he's this, and then five, 10 years into his career, gut, got the gut. So all that being said is I've been working out regularly over the past month, uh, working out two to three times a week. I'm looking to bump that up a little bit more uh, this week. You know, I've already worked out twice this week, so I'm looking to get my third workout in. So this is good progress, but also the eating habits have to match it. Now, I remember a trainer told me this when I was going through a, uh, a personal session with him. And this is so true uh, because when I was fighting MMA and when I was like really in shape, I could eat pretty much whatever I wanted. I didn't really have a diet. Like some people like, man, I got to eat my greens and this and I gotta, can't eat a burger. Like I could still eat burgers. I could still eat ribs and hot dogs and, and chips and stuff like this because I was in that good of shape. I was working out two to three times a day. It didn't matter. But... Under certain circumstances, you cannot do this. But this one little piece that he shared with me was this. He was like, you cannot out-train a bad diet. For most people, that statement is true. There are some freakish people out there, me being one of them, if I'm in shape. You know, at this point where I am now, like I'm, I'm, I've, I've noticed I've, I've lost some, some weight that I put on through the quarantine and, you know, the weight that I put back on and I'm losing it and I'm, you know, starting to get there. But I'm at a point where I can't eat bad and still go out and do these workouts and expect good results. No, I, I'm going to feel it. So by him telling me that you cannot out train a bad diet, it's so true because when you're in that stage where you're trying to get to where you need to go, where you're trying to get closer to your goals. You cannot out-train a bad diet, you know, by and large. Of course, there are outliers, but you know what I'm talking about. Just like I'm talking about why are barbers so fat? Why are you so damn fat? There are some outliers. And I don't want to hear you talking about there's some fat NBA players. Oh, there's some fat linemen in the NFL. There's some fat MMA fighters. Look, guys, there are outliers, okay? There are outliers. Don't try and make the exception the rule just so it fits your narrative. Stop it. Now, I understand, you know, if you look at a BMI chart, you know, it's, it's, you know you, we're going to be walking around with some svelte people if, if everyone fit the criteria of a BMI chart. But the problem is some of you are a little bit thicker, right? Maybe you have more muscle. Like me, I have more muscle, which means I'm going to weigh a little bit more. Like if I look at a BMI chart, I should weigh between 180, 185. Now, when I was fighting, I fought at 185, but I walked around at 200, 205 pounds and I look good at that weight. Of course, I have more muscle. Now, some of you may fit into that possibly, but let's be honest with yourself. Don't be like, oh, you know, I got more muscle there's probably some fat on top of that muscle. So chill the hell out and just be real with yourself because look, I can't see you. I can't, but just be real with yourself. I don't want you at the end of your career or even during your career to have a health problem, a health scare 
due to things that you could have prevented. Your health. Very, very easy. And Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub, what, all the other food delivery service, what, Postmates, do they deliver food? I think Postmates, whatever. All that stuff is your enemy, especially. And look, here's another thing. It, it is your enemy, even if you try and order something healthy. Because here's the thing. I, like I told you about the story about Raul. Get a meal prep. There are people that will make dishes for you, especially uh, if you want to go like a, a low-cost option to having quasi-personal chef, find an upcoming local person that's doing meal preps. You can usually get in low at a good price, which actually one of the barbers at my barbershop, he knew a guy that he knew. He was like, hey, he's, he, he's a chef and he's starting a meal prep service. And the prices were pretty reasonable. So for you barbers out there that are making all this money that you claim to make, hey, this is a tax write-off. This is your body. Do you? I mean, do you care about your body? Uh, I'm just going to ask, you know, do you care or do you not care? Enlist this person's services. Wherever this person is, you know, locally seek them out. Or there are businesses, um, I don't know the name. I know one of them here in Dallas, but I think they might be outside of Dallas as well. It's this place called Snap Kitchen. But there's another type of business which is a very clever and I love this business and I wish I could, I wish I knew their name so I could share it with you, but it's a meal prep type of business where you go to this physical location, you can pick out your meals. So you it has like breakfast, lunch, dinner options, and they're all in little trays. You could just pick it and go. So you could take like, if you just want to take a lunch, boom, go. And it has different options of different types of meals for whatever breakfast, lunch or dinner, whatever. And you just pick it and go. So, like, if you want to start your day off, go there. Be like, all right, I'm going to be at lunch through, or I'm going to be at the barbershop through lunch and dinner. You can take a lunch and a dinner. And it's not that expensive, guys. Like, not as expensive as you think. There is another option. Uh, you can, and it's actually funny because I was actually, it's a proud moment, I should say. <laughs> this is a proud moment. So I was at Sam's a few weeks ago. And I am if you guys don't know, I invest in the stock market and stuff like this. So there's this one particular company that I invest in. It's a food company. And I've been trying to get my hands on their products. And everywhere, everywhere I go, I cannot find their products. And I'm just like, I hear they're in, like in Targets and Walmarts and Sam's Clubs and all this other stuff. But I'm just like, I'm not seeing the company. So when I was at Sam's a few weeks ago, I saw this company and my eyes lit up. I was like, oh, man, this is that company that I invest in. I was like, I got to try it. So I bought some cauliflower like chicken wings. This particular company, they do sort of things. They have things like this, like little bowls and sort of like small meals that you could buy. And it's a plant based uh, type company. And I was in another Walmart. Uh, I think it was this week or last week or whatever. It doesn't matter. And I saw more of their SKUs at this one, different type of SKUs, but at this one. And they have all these different plant-based options, different types of meals and bowls and stuff. And the prices are so affordable, $3.50. Much cheaper than you going to Popeye's getting a three-piece snack or three-piece combo, which is probably like seven to eight bucks. You can get a healthy option for $3.50. Even if you don't want to go plant-based, there is something else within those freezers that you can buy. And... If you really care about your health, 
I think this should be a good alternative. Like when I go to the barbershop every day, I pack up my backpack with stuff to eat. I don't, it's very rare that I actually go outside and get something. Like every once in a while, like if my kids are coming up to the barbershop, I'll walk down the walkway, get a little Caesars. But it's very rare. You know, it's not a, it's not a common occurrence. Here's another thing that I do. And I'm glad my man Trey J's Blends just mentioned this. And by the way, guys, like I say, it's hard for me to read the comments right now. I got to get through what I, my talking points, and then we can get into the dialogues. But of course, if you want me to read your comments, like drop a super chat, you know, it helps the channel show me some love. Okay. And by the way, smash that damn like button. I'm gonna, let me see where these likes are at right now. So, sorry. Guys. Oh, okay, good. The likes are exactly where I want them to be. Thank you guys. Bravo to you guys. Pat yourself on the back. Pat yourself on the back. And you know what? Speaking of pat yourself on the back, I got to call a barber out. He's actually here on YouTube and he's on Instagram. Gizmo the barber. Gizmo owes me 20 push-ups. If you guys were in the live stream last Saturday for the Israel Adesanya fight versus Alan Bohovich, we were doing push-ups in the live stream. We were knocking out sets of 30 in the live stream. We were motivated in the live stream. So Gizmo told me he's going to hit me. He's going to tag me on IG, do the 20 push-ups. I'm putting out an ABB on Gizmo the Barber, all right? Where are you? Has anyone seen Gizmo, okay? Now, it's funny that, oh, yeah, okay, so this Trey Blends, this this plant-based company is called uh, Tattoo Chef. TT, yeah, Tattoo Chef. Um, their labeling is like it's white and you'll see, I think it's in the upper left-hand corner, it says Tattooed Chef on it. Uh, they have a lot of plant-based stuff. Now, here's one thing, because uh, someone mentioned something about uh, fasting. Here's one thing that I do, and I actually didn't uh, realize this until someone mentioned it to me. It was just something that I do. I didn't do it with any intent. It was just something that I do. I don't do it every day. I, I mainly do it on the weekdays, on the weekends, a little bit different, especially Sunday. Um, I, I fast. So what I do is I don't eat anything before 12 p.m. And I don't eat anything after 8 p.m. So it's like 8.21. I won't be eating anything else. And I remember at one point, look, don't. This isn't health advice. Like, don't do this because I did it. It's just something that I did. And I looked up and I was like, wait a second. I'm actually, whoa. I was like, but it became normal because it became a part of my everyday life. And you know what? I ended up losing weight without exercising. And I lost a lot of weight. I was getting lean and everything. I started seeing abs, like my chest start forming. And I wasn't doing a damn thing. I was fasting, which that was not my intent. But I was also eating 1,000 calories a day. So within that eight-hour window, I was only eating 1,000 calories. Now, it could have been whatever, right? Like, let's say I got a double cheeseburger. If that was, but that wasn't my intent. It wasn't like, ooh, I'm going to get a double cheeseburger. It's 800 calories, and I'm going to do this. I just started thinking about what I ate, which was usually an apple or a banana. I have, like, a few bars that are, like, 200 calories a piece. So two, four, six uh Apple or banana was like uh, hundred calories or fifty, whatever. Let's just say a hundred. So that's seven hundred calories right there. I'm drinking water, and I'll just eat something small again, like very small, thousand calories. And I was doing this 
for a long time, like we actually well over a month, probably a few months I was doing this. And I just, I really just thought about it because uh, one of my clients at the time, he was talking about like intermittent fasting and he was saying like, yeah, this is what you do when you intermittent fast. And I, was, I started thinking, I was like, wait a second, I do that same thing. I was like, but I'm, I, I never knew that's what it was called. I was like, that's just what I just have been doing. And then one person found out I was doing this and he thought it was like some religious purposes. I was like, no, it's just something that I do. And then they found out I'm only eating a thousand calories a day. And they're like, how? And I'm like, it's just normal now. I, I'm not hungry. I'm, I'm really used to it. Even though I'm still active, I'm busy. I'm just used to it. So something, uh, something for you to try. Something for you to try because I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Even if you let's say want to eat before twelve, whatever, right? Whatever, it's up to you. Don't eat too late, please. Don't eat whether you don't eat past nine. I don't know what time you go to bed. Like, don't be like, oh, I'm not eating past nine, but then you go to bed at ten o'clock. Stop. If you let's say go to bed at eleven or twelve, don't eat past eight o'clock. Or nine o'clock, your food, your body does not have time to digest this food. It's gonna sit, especially depends on what you're eating, what types of sugars, what types of carbs you're eating. Your body is not gonna have the time to process this. Now, again, like I told you guys earlier with barbers, don't just think because you're on your feet, you're burning calories. Like, yeah, you might be burning more than you're on uh, because you're on your feet versus like sitting or whatever. But that does not equate to what's gonna happen once you eat bad and then that energy that you just ate has nowhere to go. It's just like when I, I used to work, uh, I don't know if you guys remember. No, maybe I didn't tell you. I used to work for Iron Man. You don't know if you guys know who uh, Iron Man, but it has to do with uh, triathlons. I used to work for Iron Man as well. Um, but I remember like working and doing a lot of the, the site stuff. It's a lot of physical stuff. And they have energy drinks at our disposal like crazy because of course when you're on the site there's all sorts of like crazy stuff and they're feeding us pizza every damn day for lunch even though we're active like we're lifting stuff we're moving stuff we're literally on our feet for 12 hours a day that's not enough you can't just sit there and drink sugary drinks even though you might be active and still plan to lose weight or still plan to look the same like no not everyone not everyone Okay, just like people in construction, like, yeah, they're doing very physical work, but a lot of people in construction are fat. Okay, because it's poor eating habits. You can't just sit there and drink Gatorade like it's water and expect nothing to happen over time. Okay, like, yeah, you can do a few times. Okay, cool. But if this is your everyday thing, like, oh, let me get a 32 ounce of Coke or let me get a 32 ounce Sprite and I'll sip on this thing throughout the day. Like, no, if you do this enough, you're going to feel some effects. Of course, there are some exceptions to that rule, okay? So this is what I want to tell you. Like you do construction, you do barbering, your body's going to get used to it. That's, that's the body. That's the one amazing thing about the human body. It can adapt to just about anything. You go out and run three miles every day, your body's going to adjust. It's going to adapt to its environment and the circumstances. And it's going to, it's going to become easier. And you're not going to be as sore every time you do it. You're not going to get the same effects, especially if you run the same pace every time, right? Like same route, same pace, everything. Like eventually you're going to plateau. And then you're, you're just doing maintenance workouts. The human body knows 
So let's say you run three miles, but then you run hills or maybe you run intervals within that three miles. Your body's going to adapt. Your body and your muscles are going to start breaking down. You're going to start feeling soreness, and then you're going to start getting stronger and faster because of it. Just like with barbering. Yeah, you might be new to barbering, but your body's going to get used. And here's the funny thing about getting used, right? From what most of us probably remember from the quarantine, not working for a month, two months, three months, however long you were out. I remember when I came out of quarantine, the first, I remember four days, cutting hair again, my legs from the kneecaps down, shins down, were so sore. I was like, oh my goodness. Coming home, I was like, I don't even want to do anything. I'm just going straight to bed. My legs are aching me. Oh my goodness. And of course, what happens? Your body adapts. I'm used to standing now. That's why they say there's this thing called being in barbershop shape. Yeah, there's, that's a thing, guys. That's a thing. Because when you're barbering, you're using different muscles than you normally do if you just sit at home on the couch or maybe you work the register at Walmart. You're using different muscles. You're using a lot of your back, your shoulders, your forearms, a lot of muscles in your hand. You will be very surprised after a long day. And I'm sure some, a lot of you know this. After working such a long day, you probably like feel soreness in some different areas. Like, oh, my lower back or, oh, man, I, I feel it right here in the delts. Or, oh, man, I, I can feel it in the middle of my back. Or, oh, my neck is a little bit stiff. Or, oh, my shoulder is stiff. Yeah, because you're using these types of muscles. And coming back out of the quarantine, boy, oh, boy. But, again, my body adapted. Just like you work in construction or you're doing this physical type job, your body's going to adapt. So if you think like, oh, I'm going to sip on this Gatorade or I'm going to sip this Red Bull or this Monster Energy drink or this Bang, whatever, there's consequences to that. In the beginning, okay, hmm, in moderation, it's good. But when, that, when that's your only lifeline, it's horrible, horrible choice. I, and my man Trey, uh, Trey J. Uh, Blinn says, and sodas don't ever drink. Yes, rarely drink sodas, guys. Like, make that one of those things. Like, get that out of your life. If you, that's one of the worst things you could do. Like, so with the diet and with you trying to lose weight, sugar is one of the worst things you can do. And it's so addictive, like sugar, because it tastes so good, right? It makes, it makes things taste so good. Sugar. But Sugar will be your killer if you're trying to get in shape, if you're trying to get lean, if you're trying to lose weight. Sugar, if you can eliminate this from your life, it will make things a lot easier for you. A lot easier for you. My man Ivy Max says, water and naturally brew cold coffee. See, I don't drink coffee and I don't drink tea. Uh, mainly drink like water or flavor water or something like that. Um. And then Drew's cuts, he says he fasts every day. First meal of the day is at 4 p.m., last meal at 8. So, man, my man Drew's cuts is eating in a four-hour window. Talk about, talk about, like, put me to shame. But but here's the thing with me. I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just really just something that I do. Like, sometimes I'll eat something a little bit before 12, you know what I mean? I'll maybe have a handful of nuts or something. But there have been days where my first uh, piece of food wasn't until four or five. And those are rough days. I'm not going to lie to you. Those are some rough, rough days. And Jamal Berger, he says water or natural juices. Yeah, but you got to be careful with those natural juices and the sugars and things like that. Um, yeah, it, it, it can definitely, definitely, uh, 
mess you up because here's the thing with a lot of people. A lot of people like to go to natural, right? They like to say, oh, I'm using an, I'm, I'm drinking a natural juice. It's all 100% natural juice, but all that sugar in there. And a lot of people take it to the extreme. They're like, ooh, I'm drinking the natural stuff. So they'll drink a lot more of that than they would drink of, like, say, some water. So let's say you have, like, eight ounces of water that you would normally drink, but, hey, I'm going to have this natural juice. I'm going to get 16 ounces. Like, no, no, stop. You're just abusing the system. You know, it's like they say, too much of anything is a bad thing. Okay? And <laughs> Trace looks like a handful of nuts. Yeah, you know, I always, uh, I wouldn't say always, but I got a bunch of nuts in my pantry. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I like mix, mix nuts. <laughs> oh my gosh. So shout out to everyone that's watching, man. Uh, this is a, was an interesting podcast, but this is one of those things that I really wanted to get off my chest because I was thinking about this. I was like, man, this is pretty poor. Like when I look at a lot of barbers and I was just like, wow, a lot of barbers are fat. I was like, wow. A lot of you are just not in shape. Now, what I what I tell people is just do something. It doesn't matter, right? So me personally, I don't go to gyms. I'm not the gym type person. Like the only time I'm going to a gym is if I'm doing some jujitsu, doing some boxing. <sighs> that's about it, right? So that's the only time I like going to that type of gym, like a fitness gym, I don't really like going to them. I'm just going to be honest because one, I know how to work out myself. I can work out at home or I can work out in the park. But case in point, this Sunday, I was at the park doing a sprint workout. You know, I don't need a gym to do a sprint workout. Could I do one at the gym? Yeah. Give me a treadmill, set that joint to like 10 or 12 and put the incline up all the way. I'm good. But I can do a sprint workout at the park. And that's what I did on Sunday. I actually end up uh, pulling my quad so, you know, I'm in a little bit of recovery mode. I think uh, might be good next week. We'll see. It's, it's still a little, little bit sore and slightly tight. But that's neither here nor there. But as far as gyms, I don't like going to gyms. What I do, I have a bunch of bands. I have a whole assortment of bands and some other little tiny apparatuses, stuff that I can easily carry somewhere and get a good workout. Guys, like... Don't think that if you don't have a gym, you can't get a good workout. I kid you not. You can get a very good workout in 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Like A lot of people like to say like, oh, I don't have time to work out. Bullshit. That is a lie. You can get a very good workout in 10 to 15 minutes. And if you want me to give you a good workout for 10 to 15 minutes, I can give you one. You will be sweating. You will be tired. I guarantee you. And it's only 10 to 15 minutes a day. And I remember at one point when I was, uh, this was last year during the quarantine, there were some days where I didn't have time and I was like, no excuses. I was like, let me just use this 10 to 15 minutes. I did a bunch of blurpees. I did a bunch of, uh, sprawls. I was doing, uh, like, uh, jump squats and, and other stuff. And I'm like, dude, you can get a very good workout. Don't, don't cheat yourself. Don't think that. If you don't have a gym, you won't be able to get in shape. Use that as something else. Use that as another means. Like, so let's say you do have a gym membership. Like, oh, I can't go to the gym this week. No, work out at home. Don't bullshit. You got to stay motivated some way, somehow. And I know it's tough, guys. Like, I'm going to be real. It's tough. I've fallen off the wagon. I mean, I've, I've fell off the damn wagon so many times. I probably got CTE right now. Okay. 
there's been so many times I've been out of shape. You won't believe. I, I can count on more than, you know, these fingers right here, the amount of times that I've gotten in shape and gotten out of shape. Trust me, I am used to it, okay? But you have to find that happy medium of making a lifestyle choice because, like, being like me, how I was before when I was doing the MMA and all that stuff, you're in and out. That's not good, okay? This is why you see so many professional athletes, when they retire, you see them get fat. You're like, dang, like, damn, like Charles Barkley, fat, right? Like Shaq, put on some weight. Um, Michael Jordan, put on some damn weight, right? You see a lot of guys, when they retire from athletics, they put on weight. Why is that? I get it. You know, me being an athlete. I get it. I totally understand why they do it because it's like they've been so disciplined for so much of their life. Now they want to let go. Like they couldn't eat. Well, let's just be real. Some of them do it. Okay. Let's ignore those people. But the ones that are focused and driven, they want to now let loose. They want to be like, I want to have this pancake breakfast. Like, man, if I want to have some pizza, I'll eat it. You know, if I want to have this on my that, I'm going to have this on my that or my that on my or this, like whatever. They're going to do that. And they do it too much. And then you see them, you know, like in retirement, like, dang, like, what happened to old dude? Like, dude, it's just. But then you have some of them that still stick to it. And then some of them actually look even leaner than what they were when the, whatever sport they were competing in. But this is just what I'm telling you. Um, <laughs> Drew's cousins, anyone that is fat needs to just do some fasting. And that's the thing, Drew's cuz That's the hardest part when you're fat. That's hard. I'm just going to be real. That's hard. Hard. Because you got to think, if you're fat and you have bad and unhealthy eating habits, to start fasting is hard because they're used to just having what they want, doing what they want, to now you telling them, hey, you only can eat for an eight-hour window, six-hour window. And they're like, man, they're going to be fiending for food. It's probably not the, the best thing for them to do. Trey Blinn says, Shannon Sharp's still the only one that's, that's still in shape uh, older older age after retirement. Yeah, Shannon. And I saw him, uh, he was doing some workout that he does. Uh, he was doing it in his, his uh, like, little parking area. He had an Airdyne bike. He had some bands. He had some other stuff. But, again, that just shows you can still get a good workout. And he was doing a little circuit workout. Great. I love circuit workouts. Circuit workouts are perfect for people who do not have enough time. Case in point, back to what I said, you, I can give you a good workout in 10 to 15 minutes. If you really want one, I can give you one. It's not that hard, okay? So don't think, you know, that, oh, you can't. Like, oh, you know. Jumping jacks are great, right? Push-ups are great. Get creative with them. Squats are great. Get creative with them. Um, wall sits are great right? A lot of this stuff is great. Blurpees are great. Perfect. This is why I love working out in a park, especially if you go to a park where there's a, where there's a, a playground. Playground are perfect because they have a lot of stuff you can hang from. You could do dips on them, you know, do, do your little pull-ups. Perfect. Perfect. Love parks. Love parks. They're great. Great. You could do a lot of good stuff. You could do abs at a park. You could do, do your core just about anywhere. A lot of the stuff, you don't need the gym. Now, of course, if you want to try and be Hercules, you want to be Adonis, you know, you, you want to be the Incredible Hulk, 
of course, you're going to need a gym for this because, you know, doing body weight and calisthenics, you know, some plyometrics will only get you so far, right? You know, you see a lot of people that's really into that. They'll be really ripped and lean. But if you want, like, size and all that bulk, yeah, you're going to have to take yourself to a gym, you know, unless you just bought the ultimate home gym. Different story, okay? <laughs> you guys are hilarious in the comments. Or you can just go the easy way out. Crack. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Kid Chocolate, he says, people who complain about being fat and don't exercise make me laugh, to be honest. Of course, you're going to not look the way you want if you don't put the work in. Yeah, and that's true. Case in point, I've been working out for consistently for the past month over a month and i've noticed i've been neglecting my my midsection my core my abs i've been neglecting them and you know what it shows because i can see like my my shoulders are more defined my chest is starting to get more defined my legs are getting more defined because of the work that i've been putting in but what i've been neglecting was the midsection and of course this of course, it, it went down a little bit, but it's not as lean as some of these other areas. It's not as defined. So I'm saying to myself, like, yeah, I got to I gotta put the work in. So I've been putting the work in lately. I've been putting more, uh, doing more ab workouts throughout the week so I can see these results. And, of course, like like my man Kid, uh, Kid Chocolate just says, oh, yeah, Herschel Walker, man, he's another guy. Freakish, freakish guy. Like, talk about, like, freakish type people. Herschel Walker is one of those freakish type people. He, he's, one, he's one of those people. Jorge Rodriguez says a lot of these diets end up not working because it's not sustainable. And this is exactly goes back to what I was just saying. You got to make a lifestyle choice. Lifestyle choice. You cannot hop on a wave, hop on a trendy this or that. Lifestyle choice. If you don't get anything out of what I just said this entire podcast, please take that out of it. Ignore the fasting, ignore the, the types of exercises, uh, ignore the whatever lifestyle choice. You have to make this a lifestyle choice. Change your lifestyle. Don't just be in it for a season because, of course, it's a season. All seasons come to an end and who knows what happens after the season. That's where things get a little dangerous, okay? My man Trey Blinn says he's uh, 33 and was playing basketball, and some youngsters, uh, oh, with some youngsters, and bro, I couldn't keep up. Very next day, I was sore as fuck. So that's another thing. Guys, this is another reason why, and why I implore you to stay active in your life. Uh, me, as a 40-year-old, uh, I'm not surprised I didn't talk about this in the lead-up of the podcast. I meant to do this, but I'm doing it now. So, one me, I've been living here in Texas uh, 2021. So in September it will be five years. In this five years, I don't do any boxing anymore. I don't do any MMA training anymore. I don't do any triathlons. None of it. None of it, guys. None. None of it. None of it. So. It's a little weird, especially from people who know me in Florida. They're like, man, you don't do any of them. Like, I'm like, dude, no. I don't like, I don't, bro. Like you'd be surprised to do. I'm, I'm ordinary guy, bro. I'm just, I'm this dude that knows all this stuff, but I'm an ordinary dude, bro. Like 
So people trip out because they know me. They know like, man, dude, you were working out like twice a day, sometimes three times a day. Like, dude, you don't do anything now. Like go from hot, talk about hot to cold. Yes, me now. So um, one thing I could tell you from what my man Trey Blinge just says, he's 33, played the basketball with the youngsters and he's sore the next day. I'm going to tell you this. When you do not work out, or you're not active, or your body's not moving in a certain way, it's going to stiffen up, guys. I'm going to tell you. Like, I don't know what age you're at. If you're young, you probably, or actually, no, not probably. If you're young, you need to listen to me right now. If you do not keep your body moving, if you do not keep your body agile and able to do certain things, flexible and stuff like this, I'm telling you, the more you sit around and do nothing, the worse you're going to be. Case in point, I've been teaching my kids jujitsu now for, I think, about a month. I've been teaching them. And I was always curious, like, man, when am I going to teach them jujitsu? And I was like, yeah, now's the time. So they now do jujitsu twice a week. And I remember the first few sessions I did with them, which is actually kind of crazy because they're actually picking it up really well as far as like the basic stuff and the techniques and stuff like really basic stuff. They're picking it up really well. I attribute that to two things. One, they're getting one-on-one sessions. So they get in the private time and then who knows, maybe two, they're just that good or they're talented or maybe it's me. I'm a good coach. So I guess I'll say three, but in doing jujitsu with them, me having to get down and show them this stuff and like move around with them I really noticed this was more confirmation. I already knew this, but it was even more confirmation to the fact that if you do not move your body, like, and if you guys don't know jujitsu, like you're on the ground, you're in weird positions, your legs are up here, your arms over there, like whatever. I got down, I was doing front rolls, backwards rolls, dive rolls with them. I was shrimping with them, showing them how to do this stuff. And I was like, man, my body is just so stiff now. It's not, it's not moving the same as it used to. Guys, stay active. Do something. If you wake up in the morning, like have a routine where you stretch. Have a routine where you just do something like to keep your body moving because you don't want to be in a position where it's like, oh, you you can't sit down Indian style. You can't you can't cross your legs like you you can't reach down and touch your toes. You you can't do this maneuver. You know, like you do not want to be in this position. And here's another one. When you're not doing something for so long, of course, your body adapts like we talked about earlier. But with doing jujitsu and everything, I remember uh, it was a few weeks ago, I was doing a little break dancing. And I tried to do a, a certain maneuver. And I was like, ooh, I was like, I don't want to do that because the crash kind of hurt. I, I did a little crash. I was like, ooh, that hurt. But typically, that would not hurt. Because when I was doing jujitsu a lot, your body's used to being slammed and in these crazy positions, you're used to falling on your elbows, knees, arms, you know, your back, your chest. You're used to falling in all these weird, crazy positions. So your body's used to taking the damage. But when it doesn't, you turn into a little wimp. You're a little wussy. You're like, oh, oh, oh man, I don't want to. No. So stay active, guys. Like lifestyle choice. I can't. I don't know how much I need to say this, like and how important that is lifestyle keep your body agile like so imagine if i were to go off and start sparring tomorrow in boxing and let's say i take some shots boom boom i'm probably going to feel those shots the next day because i'm not used to taking shots i'm not used to you know 
catching shots on my arm. I'm sure my arms might be sore. My body might be sore, whatever. Like, I'm not used to that sort of trauma. Your body's not used to it. So, guys, like, you want to vary your workouts. So, like, a lot, I know a lot of people when they're older, like, oh, I'm going to go walking. Like, walking's cool, but you want to do other stuff, guys. Like, you want to do some other things that you can exert the same amount of energy, if not more, probably more, but your body can be loose. Do, go do yoga. I'm t- I kid you not, guys. Yoga is serious. It's for real. If you have not done yoga, go do some yoga. Trust me on this one. You will not regret it, especially if you're older and you want to stay limber, keep your body moving and everything else. And also, you can get a good workout doing yoga. You, you'll be very surprised. You can get a very good workout doing yoga. I remember there was one guy, uh, he, he and his wife were yoga instructors. Um, he trained at the MMA gym that we trained at. So we were doing the warm-up, and he was in charge of the warm-up this day. So he warmed us up with the yoga. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm At that point, like, when I was training MMA guys, like, you guys don't realize, like, I was in this sh- insane shape. I was in shape for just about anything. I could have done just about anything. I was in that good of shape. Now, talk about like less than 5% body fat. Like if I could show y'all some pictures of me back from my MMA days, like dude, six, eight packs, all that stuff, like low body fat. Like I could, I could eat, I could walk out the house and go run 10 miles. Easy. I can go ride a bike for 40 miles. Easy. Like I could swim for a mile. Easy. I could do all of this stuff. Like go, I can go rounds on rounds and rounds. I could do all the, and I was strong, still strong, but we did this yoga warm up, and I was like, Holy sh-. I was like, man, this is actually, I actually like this. I was like, wow, Bart, this was good. Like I'm feeling more flexible now. You know, I was, we were sweating uh, and we got our warm up in and then we went to grapple, you know, my body just felt great. So guys like really do not sleep on yoga. This can help you because once you get older, I'm telling you guys, you don't want to be that stiff old man. I'm telling you, you do not want to be the stiff old man. Keep your body flexible because I like I have older clients and my older clients that are in their 50s, 60s. I have some clients that are in their 70s and one in particular, like he moves amazing. He's getting around good. I think he's 73. And I like this guy. He just bought a Tesla. Cool guy, man. Like really cool. And, you know, Silver Fox guy, you know, his hair is all silver. And I look up to this guy. I told him, I was like, man, I look up to you because I was like, at 70, I want to be getting around just like you. Because I told, as I told you guys, I plan on retiring for barbering in 10 years, right? Like, so I plan to be a millionaire uh, within the next 10 years. It's going to happen. And when that day comes, like, I want to still have my vitality. I still want to have my health. I want to still have my youthfulness. And if I don't, I'll be sadly disappointed. But can I imagine how much money that I'm going to have, you know, if I'm lucky enough to live till 60 or 70, man, I want to be living a good life. I want to be able to get around and have fun. I don't want to be that guy stiff. I don't want to be that guy dependent on, you know, my, my, uh, my children or, (laughs) oh my gosh, (laughs) a caregiver. Like I don't want to be that person. If I'm going to get taken out, I'm going to get taken out by outside factors. I don't want something to be within my control that takes me out. Okay. So when I have clients like that, I look up to these guys. I look, uh, I look up to these guys. Like, and I always tell them like the ones that are in the 50th. Cause I'm, what I'm doing is I'm seeing myself in them and I'm seeing like, man, 
man, he's getting around like this good. Like, can you imagine? Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm having foresight or foresight into my future. Like, saying to myself, like, man, this is gonna be me. Like, when I'm his age, I'm gonna be retired. I'm gonna be like this, man. If I can still move around, like, and you know, because they seem still youthful. They're like, man, they're getting up good. And you know, it's like sometimes like my back hurts a little bit, but you know, it's just like, uh, you know, like whatever. I'm like, oh man, a little bit like, uh, okay, like, uh, man, man, 10 years from now, it's like things usually don't get better over time. You Things usually get worse. So those things I'm thinking about, but boy, oh boy, I'm, 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 try, I'm trying to tell you, my man, Mario IGTV, bike riding is a whole gym workout, which Mario IGTV, I told you about my bicycle story where I was feeling myself and I tried to jump down the flight of stairs in that bike, in my son's bike. I think I told you about that, where I cut up my hand, cut up my, I had cherries on my thighs. And yeah, that was a bad look, man. I, I should have never tried to to gap that flight of stairs on that bike. I was feeling myself in the moment. I, I, <laughs> I don't know if I told that story in the podcast, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I did tell the story because I actually warned all the barbers about if you're going to do extra curricular activities, be very careful because if barbering is your main source of income, especially if you're the only person, like if people rely on you or you don't have anyone to rely on you and you just, you know, provide for yourself, be careful doing crazy stuff. Don't go out there and do a risky activity, especially if you don't have disability insurance, if you don't have a solid emergency fund, if you do not have additional streams of income guys don't go out there and do stupid stuff where you like oh I'm legs broken now you can't work for whatever had a barber that worked with that used to work with this uh, barbershop shot himself in the foot literally I mean like I, I can't make this stuff up literally shot himself in the foot and you know then he comes to the barbershop later you know hobbling wearing a boot but under normal circumstances if he had like some disability insurance or something else or a solid emergency fund he could have taken a few weeks off no problem but I don't want this to happen to you guys. Like, don't, like, learn from my mistakes and others. Like, don't do stupid stuff that can get you screwed up. Okay, I don't want you to do this because it will cost you, especially if you don't have the plans in place. I've made a podcast talking about insurances, right? I talked about this. I'm, I didn't see a lot of people there. Okay, so the the purpose of this channel is to help a lot of people out. Shout out to Ivy Matt Cuts. He said there's a delicious, healthy version of every food out there cooking. The right way in lifestyle. Yes, yes. Learn how to cook, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. Learn how to cook, y'all. Who else? Someone, someone else said uh, learn how to cook. Was that a... I can't remember who it was. But this stuff is very important, guys. Like, you got to really look after your body. Because you only get one of them, right? Like, it's like if I'm... As soon as you turn 18, you know, this rich guy comes out and says, Hey, I, I can give you any car you want. But this is the only car that you're going to get for the rest of your life. Choose one, but choose wisely. Okay, this is the only car that you're gonna get. Of course, right? You're gonna take care of it because hey, this is the only car you're gonna get. You're gonna take care of it. But why don't people use the same philosophy with their body? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Why not? Why not? I don't know. You gotta take care of it because you only get one. A lot of people neglect it. A lot of people. What What really trips me out are the people that eat bad, get diabetes, get a limb cut off. Right? I'm just like. You know the consequences or potential consequences of diabetes, yet you just still do what you do and you get a limb chopped off. And then it's worse. Then you get another limb chopped off. And I'm just like, come on now. But this is what I'm saying. It's a lot harder than a few talking points, a few catchphrases, right? 
it might sound easy, but it's very hard because a lot of this food is addictive. Sugar is addictive. It really is. Once you start doing something, it becomes normal. You know, I love Popeye's. I mean, look, that was the hardest thing about us buying this house, knowing that Popeye's is like a few miles away. Where in Florida, it was like 10 miles away. I actually had to go over the bridge into the city and leave the beach and go to Popeye's. That was a little bit e easier because it's way over there. But here's like, man, dang, Popeye's like right down the street now. Like, yikes. Got a Whataburger, literally right down the street, even closer than the Popeye's. I love Whataburger. Yikes. So, guys, like, <laughs> uh-oh, look, my daughter, she's, she's the toothless one. Oh, oh you're going to bed? Hi, Mommy. Oh, she's watching? Oh, did you take your tooth out? No. Oh, I thought my daughter took her tooth out. She's, I guess she's going to bed, so she was, came up here to give me a kiss. I think she's over here uh, being a little spy. She's just trying to... What do they call that? What, what do they call that? Not, not clout chasing, but like she's uh, trying to steal the spotlight or, or trying to be in the light, the limelight. I can't, I can't remember what's the, what's the phrase of that, but uh, <laughs> shout out to everyone that's watching. Don't forget to smash the like button because we're going to wrap up, uh, wrap up this podcast. Um, my man Yusuf Azam says, that's cute. Daughters are the best. Yeah, they are, and they can be a lot of trouble, guys. Like, these little girls, boy. That's another reason, guys. Like, look, if, if any of you have children and have daughters, like, that's another reason you need to stay your ass in shape. And even more to the fact, if you have sons, that's an even another reason you need to stay your ass in shape. One, with the daughters, because you got to fend off them little ass boys. So, you know, boy comes over to the house trying to ask your daughter out, or maybe he's coming to pick up your daughter, which he should be you know, knocking on the door, you know, he shouldn't be honking, he shouldn't be sending texts or calls like, yo, come out. Like, no, he should be knocking on the door. You should be vetting these little young punks. You should be vetting them, okay? And if he, oh, if, you know, the door opens and he sees some sloppy old fool, like, come on now. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta have some size on you. You gotta, you know, you, you need to have some traps. Your traps need to be percolating. You got to have a little chest, you know, so start doing some push-ups. You, you got to get your, your bods and your tries out there, you know, so you got you to gotta, you gotta have a little something going on right here, and you got to have the intimidation factor. You know, you got to be like, you know, hit them with a firm handshake, deep voice, you know, very stern, like you know, sit them down, all right? And when you have a boy, oh, my goodness, like – just just kids like should be another reason why, right? Don't you want to play with the kids? Don't you want to be active enough to play with the kids? But check this out with the boys. You know there comes the moment of every teenage boy's life where he has to test the father, okay? Every little young boy has to test the father at some point. If you're growing up with your dad in the house, you're always going to test the father. And here's one thing as a dad, you don't want to lose. Because there's a psychological shift that's going to happen. If your son knows that he can knock you out, <laughs> talk, talk about losing alpha male status in the house. <laughs> you can't get that back unless you kill him. And I'm just going to tell you, there's going to be that moment. You got to be ready, man. You got to be ready. I'm telling you, be ready because these boys are coming. These kids are a lot bigger than they used to. I don't know what's in the water. I got a lot of young clients 
that's 16, 17, 18. I'm like, dang, I'm like, you, you as tall as me, if not taller, you know, and I'm, I'm six foot or six one, whatever, whatever day you want to catch me on. But that just goes to show, guys, y'all better stay ready. Y'all better take some boxing lessons. Y'all better take some jujitsu lessons. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, Kevin Hart said this before. Well, e either way, it's true. It's true. I'm, I'm telling you guys. So if you got kids, no matter if you have a boy or a girl or like me and has a boy and a girl, I got to be ready. I got to be ready. I'm keep, I keep the hands on deck. I'm like, I'll keep rolling with the punches. I'm like, you know, I got to keep them ready. Hit them with the hook. Bah, 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 bah. You know, I got to stay ready for him because something happens. If something cracks off. If he tries to, you know, say it with his chest, like what Kevin Hart says. You know, I got to punch him in the I would be like, yo, I taught you everything you know, but there's some things I also did not teach you, okay? So calm your little ass down, okay? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to wrap up this podcast, guys, because I don't want this thing to be too long and, you know, make it somewhat easier for you guys to digest. Indy Garcia says, I love Taco Bell. The good thing is there's no Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, man, I love Taco Bell too. Um, I fell off the bandwagon on Taco Bell. I was eating them bean burritos. I was getting, eating them like almost every day and I felt the effects, man. I definitely felt the effects. So best thing too, like if you have a wife or a girl, I hope, I hope she cooks, man. I know a lot of these chicks can't boil water these days and they can't cook minute rice, you know, they don't even know who Uncle Ben is. It's probably like someone uh, that lives a few states over to them. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, my Uncle Ben from Mississippi. Like, what? Bitch? No. Talk about Uncle Ben, the dude on the on the rice box. Like, come on. One cup rice, two cups water. Like, stop playing around. But a lot of chicks can't cook. And like a lot of you guys said in the comments, learn how to cook, y'all. Y'all got to learn how to cook because a lot of these chicks out here don't know how to cook, y'all. They don't know how to cook. My man, Jamal Key, Rope. I see y'all, man. Look, I'm going to wrap this podcast because, look, <laughs> this is going to be too long, and I don't want this to be too long. And I got to get to bed. It's 9 o'clock. I got to go do some stuff. I was supposed to do abs today, and I didn't. I'll probably do them in the morning. What's tomorrow, Thursday? Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do some abs tomorrow. Probably do some little leg workouts. You know, got to stay active. Got to keep the train rolling. Got to keep the sweats going. And that's another thing, too. I know when I'm eating bad and out of shape, when I'm sweating and I taste my sweat and it's real salty or there's a taste to it, yeah, that's that's when I know I'm I'm not, I'm not on I'm not on it. No, 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 no. That's bad. Like when I can taste the sweat and it tastes like nothing, that's when I know I'm eating good. I'm eating good and and I'm on my stuff. So that's what it is. So I appreciate y'all for tuning in. I'm gonna wrap this one up. Uh, don't forget to share this. Leave a like on your way out. And all that good stuff because you know what time it is. It's been your man. I do it. Sign it out. I'll holler.